Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yo, welcome to the Real Work Stories podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin, and this is the podcast where we talk about everything customer service. Now me, I've worked in customer service for quite a while and with a couple of different companies, and that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about. Everything from racist and rude customers who think that they're just that entitled that they can call in and say whatever they want to say without consequence, to the fact that we're overworked, understaffed, undervalued, underestimated, underappreciated, and everything else. And if you work in customer service, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you probably feel the same way. I mean, you know what it is. Putting 110% in and feel like you're only getting back 40% of what you put in, something about that equation don't work right to me. And then you got these crazy goals you have to meet. And every it seems like every week, they add more to our workload you ain't trying to add no more money to my pocket. But the shareholders, oh, their pockets are lined beautifully. But our pockets, they don't matter, even though I'm pretty sure we're the foundation of this company. Anyway, but here's the thing. This is a safe space to talk about customer service, and I hope that by you listening to this podcast, you'll comment, like, share, subscribe, and share your own story. because. People need to hear it. They need to know that we're people who work in customer service, not just that automated system. All right? And here's the thing. It's a safe space. We're going to talk about customer service and real work stories, and who's going to check us? Absolutely no one. Now, like I said, I've worked in customer service for a while. And what I mean by a while is like, 10 years, I think. It's been so long, I can hardly remember exactly how long it's been, but I think it's somewhere around 10 years. But I think that qualifies me to be able to talk about some of the things that I've had to deal with over the years. But before we get into that, outside of work, I'm married, got a beautiful wife named Marissa, who, by the way, has her own social media presence, and she blogs. She talks about life, faith, family, fashion. You should check her out. I'll leave the description for her social media handles 
down in the description box below. Check her out when you get a chance. Now, like I said, this is the podcast where we talk about all things customer service and real work stories. So I'm going to give you a sneak peek into the life of someone who works in customer service. We're going to be talking about other things like how hard it is when you get told things like you have to not sound robotic, but also not take in what the customer is saying to you personally, even though I'm the one that's getting cursed out. But yet somehow still maintain a human connection with these people when you're talking to me like I'm less than a human. When y'all figure out how to do that, please DM me, inbox me, comment something, and let me know because I ain't figured it out yet, okay? We're going to talk about stuff like what it's like to be called everything but your actual name and somehow still being expected to be professional and not get an attitude when people are blatantly disrespecting you, right? Let that sink in for a minute. I'm going to talk about other stuff like the fact that some of us have to teach adults how to do basic math. We have to teach adults how to understand basic geography and how to use complete sentences. Some pet peeves that we have and some of the craziest things that you couldn't make up if you tried from customers and coworkers alike. So that's what we're going to do. Now, for this first episode, <laughs> we're going to talk about a couple pet peeves that I've grown over the years, I'll say. The first one, the first one of many that grinds my gears, is when customers ask that seemingly really nice question of how are you doing today, but then they don't actually let me answer that question. <laughs> now, this one grinds my gears because I, it just, it feels wrong. You answer the phone, you're like, hey, thanks for calling. My name is Benjamin. How can I help you today? They're like, hey, Benjamin, how are you doing? And then before I can actually answer, they keep going with what they want. And it's like, wait a minute. Did you just ask that question just to ask it? Because obviously you don't really care about how I feel. Now, granted, my skin is a lot tougher than that. So, <laughs> but I'm just saying, it just seems a little off brand. When you ask that question and don't at least pause to give me a chance to answer. But then on the flip side, when I try to actually answer the question, the first thing that customers do is get offensive and they're like, hey, stop talking while I'm talking. And it's like, but wait, 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 wait. You asked me a question. I'm simply answering the question that you asked me. If you didn't know how, if you didn't want to know how I was doing, you shouldn't have asked. It's just that simple. All right. Just saying. Another pet peeve I have. When customers intentionally wait until I start talking to start talking, they'll ask me a question and they'll be like, so how can we fix this problem? Okay. There's a few options. And also what I want to know is like, dude, I was, I was talking. I let you say what you wanted to say. I let you rant for these last three, five, seven, nine, eleven minutes, however long I let you rant for, you talked, you got it off your chest, calm down, let me actually answer at least one of these 30,000 questions you've answered me. Because before we know it, we're just going to be lost in the sea of questions that you've asked 
and nothing is actually going to get accomplished. But then again, here we go. They cut me off, and then they have the audacity to say things like, don't talk while I'm talking, or what you're saying doesn't make sense, when it's like, well, realistically, most incomplete sentences don't make sense. But if you would stop interrupting me, I could get a complete thought out, and everything that I'm saying would make sense. But you won't get that because you keep talking, right? Right. Let that sink in for just just a little bit. Just let that sink in for a second. The fact that they want an incomplete sentence to somehow make sense. Now, again, if I've given them their chance to rant and I've given them their chance to just go on and on and on and on and on and on and talk about whatever they want to talk about, stuff that ain't got nothing to do with what their actual problem is. And come on now, we've all had those customers. We've all had them. They tell you their whole life story. Well, I was walking down the street the other day and I tripped and fell and my wallet fell down the storm drain. And then I had to call my cousin Juju to come give me a jump because my battery died in my car. And it's like, what does that have to do with me asking you for your account number? Like that That's what I asked you for. I asked you for your account number. I don't care nothing about you walking down the street and you slipping and falling. What is your account number? It's very simple. It doesn't require any complex thought. If you don't have it, just say that. Let's move on to something else. But cut it out with the access foolishness. I'm just saying. Okay, let's move on. Another pet peeve I have. The letter O is not a number. Now, that might seem like a small one to some of you, but some of you will know exactly how I feel about this one. It just doesn't go. And everyone does it. I'm not judging. If you do it, hey, do you. I'm just saying, it's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like it. I'm like, what's your account number? Oh, yeah, it's 111000. Like, (sighs) your account number doesn't have any letters in it. You could just say zero. But I get it. I know what you mean. I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill here. I'm just saying, it's a pet peeve of mine. All right? Another pet peeve I have. I wish customers would stop calling customer service and breathing into the phone. Why? Because I hear it, and I know you hear it. I know you do. And they wait until they ask you a question, and then they just sit there. It's like, fam, dude, bruh, come on. Now, if you just got done jogging, you're a little out of breath, I get that. But I hear Family Feud playing in the background. You ain't got done jogging. Move the mouthpiece away from your mouth and stop sounding like, <laughs> you trying to sound like the big bad wolf? You want to huff and puff? You trying, okay, is, is that what it is? You're the big bad wolf. You're angry. And you think that breathing into the phone is somehow supposed to make me change your situation magically to do whatever you want to do. That is not how this works. Not at all. What you need to do is figure out a couple different ways to channel your anger so you can not be so angry all the time, okay? All right, deal with that. Next, here's a word. Now, some of you who are listening, 
will understand exactly where I'm coming from with this. Others of you are going to be very confused, but I'm going to say it. Irregardless is not a word. I'm going to say it one more time. Irregardless is not a word. I don't care. I know you use it. I know your cousins use it. I know your auntie been saying it all your life. You think it's a word. Irregardless is not a word. And I am sick of hearing customers say it. It is aggravating. It vexes my soul when I hear people say, well, irregardless of that or irregardless of this, it doesn't matter. Like, well, first of all, it does matter. It does. It really does. Now, I don't care if you find it in the dictionary. Like I said, these are my pet peeves. And in my world, irregardless, not a word. Another one, pin number. I despise pin number. Why? I'm going to tell you, in case you don't already know. The letters P-I-N typically stand for personal identification number. When you say PIN number, it's the equivalent of you saying personal identification number number. See how silly that sounds when you say it out loud? That's what it sounds like to me when I hear customers say, yeah, my PIN number is boom, or my PIN number isn't working, or I thought you sent me a new PIN number. Like, stop saying that. While we're on that subject, ATM machine. ATM machine. Now, 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 I know, I know. Y'all grew up and you said Mac machine all the time or, you know, you, you always try to um, merge these two words together. But the letters ATM stand for automated teller machine. You don't have to say machine afterwards because machine is already included in the acronym. That's all I'm saying. I got another one for you. This, this one is for all the bankers out there, all the tellers, all the people who work in banks over the phone. You'll get this one. When customers say, yeah, um, why, why was my payment declined due to insignificant funds? Like, really? Really? It's, it's not insignificant funds. It's actually insufficient. Insignificant doesn't mean what they think it means, but they say it loud and wrong. And you just kind of have to like silently hold the laugh. Or for me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, stop it. Okay. Now, earlier, I said that sometimes we have to teach customers basic geography. Here's a big one. Don't judge me. Judge a congressman. Okay. If you're talking about the United States of America, Hawaii, and Alaska are not international destinations. Now, I said I've worked for a couple different companies. One of them was a cell phone company, and I won't say which one. But I have had countless customers call in and say things like, hey, yeah, um, I'm going to Hawaii this summer vacation for this summer for vacation. And, and, and I need to put an international 
plan on my account so I can make phone calls while I'm out of the country. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. We can do that. What country will you be going to? Oh, Hawaii. Like, wait, what? What? Say that again. Run, run that back. I missed it. You said you're going out of the country for vacation. You're going to Hawaii. Okay. Maybe you're going to Hawaii first, and then you're going somewhere from Hawaii. So where are you going after Hawaii? Oh, no, I'm coming back home to Florida. It's like you, you, you do realize that Hawaii is a part of the United States, so you don't have to add an international plan to do anything in Hawaii because it's a part of the United States. There's just a large body of water sort of separating the two, but it's a part of the United States. Trust me on this one. You don't have to try to fact check me. Just trust me on this one, okay? Another pet peeve I have. Ooh, this, this, this one is really going to make some of you itch on your back. The lower part of your back is about to itch when I say this one. When you ask a customer to verify their address, and they only give you the number and the street. They don't even give you the suffix. You'd be like, okay, you, you want to order this product? No problem. Tell me the address you want me to ship this product to. They'd be like, oh, send it to 127 Main Street. And then there's the awkward silence. Like you were just supposed to know everything else. And then the customer comes back with the, hello? Hello? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I need you to tell me the full address, including the city, state, and zip code. Here's where it gets really bad. Here's where it gets really bad. Because now, they'll say 127 Main Street again. And then they'll say Springfield. Okay, what state? And then the attitude kicks in. Ugh. It's like, wait, 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 wait. I just want you to tell me exactly where you want your product to go. Now, here's the thing. When I say full address, I mean street, house number, street, street suffix, city, state, and zip code. It, it's not that difficult. But the real kicker is this. They finally give you the whole address except the apartment number or the building number. You press verify the address in your system or you're looking at it on the screen and it's like, all right, the post office says that something is missing in this address. And they're like, oh, yeah, I do live in an apartment, apartment, apartment 22B. And it's like you, you would think that that is just information that's automatically included. Like, how did you all of a sudden forget that you live in an apartment? That doesn't seem like something one would easily forget, especially if you live there every day. That's all I'm saying. Or, you know, you know another pet peeve I can't stand? This, this, this one really starts to bug me after a while. It's when customers answer an open-ended question with a yes or a no. Case in point, customer calls in. Y'all know how we do. Let me put on the customer service voice. 
hi, thanks for calling. My name is Benjamin. Can I have your first and last name, please? And they say, yes. <laughs> what? I asked you to tell me your first and last name. And your response to that was yes. Make it make sense. I don't get it. Now, please do not tell me I'm the only one that has ever had to deal with that. And then the customer comes back at you like you're the one who's wrong. Right? <laughs> They're like, wait, what do you want again? Just your first and last name. Well, why didn't you say that? No, that's exactly what I said. You chose not to answer me that way. But it's totally fine. That was your prerogative. You chose to answer the question of, can I have your first and last name with the answer, yes. I don't know what to do with that information. Like I said, judge a congressman, not me. These are some pet peeves that I have. I'm not saying these are yours, but I am interested in knowing what your pet peeves are. So here's what I want you to do. Go to Instagram or Facebook. Type in Real Work Stories Podcast, and there you will find my social media pages. Like, comment, share. Find my posts. Tell me some of your pet peeves that you have. What are some things that customers say that just really get up under your skin? What are some things that other coworkers say to you that just really get up under your skin? Now, I get it. Some of y'all are probably still working with these people that you're going to talk about. If you don't want to put it on the social media page, on the post, don't. DM me. That ain't no problem. But like I said, who's going to check us? Absolutely nobody. Now, if you don't want to DM me, you don't want to comment on the post, that's fine. You feeling a little retro? Email me at realworkstoriespodcast at gmail.com. You don't want to tell the story, I'll tell it for you. Now, keep up with the Instagram and the Facebook because there you're going to find out um, things about new episodes that are coming up. I'm going to be doing some Q&As. There are going to be some interactive posts. There's going to be a lot of stuff out there that you don't want to miss. So please make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe because we're going to be talking about this and a whole lot more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. We got more coming. So don't miss out. Again, I'm your host, Benjamin. Thanks again for listening to the Real Work Stories podcast. I appreciate it. Come back for more. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.